PFG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents. The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined, and it starts right now. Back here for another edition of Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick once again joining me to talk about getting things right the first time. There are some irreversible financial decisions or close to it in retirement when there's plenty of things we you know we've got to deal with so we want to make sure we get it right as as often as possible right right out of the gate because some of these things just cannot be undone so uh, you guys being in Florida, mulligans everybody plays golf mulligans are a thing for sure. Uh, you didn't see that some mulligan it's a gimme. <laughs> Let me do it again kind of thing. But there are things in retirements that uh, you just got to get right the first time. So that's going to be the topic this week. Nick, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good, good. Staying busy. Yeah, keeping keeping rocking and rolling. John, how you feeling, my friend? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this topic. I'm uh, actually a couple of weeks out from uh, finishing some construction in my house. And I wish that the... <laughs> original builders and plumbers got it right and knew how to glue some pipes that wouldn't have caused uh-huh. a leak down the road. But anyhow, yes. um, you know, looking forward to, uh, you know, getting that, that construction done. So, yeah, I tell you what, that's a great point, right? So we all want people to do their job right the first time. Uh, certainly when you hire someone, that's what you expect, but these are some decisions that many people do to themselves because so many people DIY retirement, right? Uh, one of the benefits to turning to financial professionals like yourselves, uh, is to get these things right so that you don't have to worry about having these issues that can't be undone. So let's walk through a few of these. Uh, we're going to start with the biggie. Again, it's there's a little caveat here, but for the most part, once you turn on Social Security, it is what it is. So you have to be sure that you're, especially if you're activating it early, that this is what you want to do. There technically is a, a do-over, but most people don't really go through it. So kind of explain if you will, guys. Yeah, so this is a big one because Social Security equates to roughly you know thirty to forty percent of uh, kind of average household retirement income uh, going into retirement. Um, so it's important, you know. And Nick and I kind of everything we kind of say goes back to the planning, and, and this can't be stressed enough because once you start taking it, you know, let's take the do over for the first year out of it, you know, that's that is what it is. And I'll kind of use an example of a client that we had where um, she was a survivor. And she wasn't fully aware of her options and the strategies she could use. And just luckily, um, she was referred to us, you know, right before she started taking Social Security. And um, I don't want to go too much into details, but basically, you know, the strategy that she was just going to take initially, I mean, would have cost her, you know, 
a lot of money down the road. Go, right. um, so we we simply had to basically call Social Security, stop the payment, and and redo the strategy. But again, by not really having a game plan, she could have cost herself a lot of money down the road. And um, you know this 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 doesn't happen just for survivors. It's anybody, whether it's you know, you're taking your own benefit or you know divorce things like that. So there's a lot of thing. There's a lot of um, a lot of things to evaluate when you're taking Social Security and when's the best time to take it. Okay. So, and again, it is, I mentioned the fact that you can pull it back, right? You can, you have what, one year, Nick, is that right? Correct? You yeah. One so year? essentially the rule is that if you begin your social security benefits, you have 12 months to essentially reverse your decision that you, you know, started receiving benefits. You have to pay the benefits that you received back and then you can defer it again as if you never took it. So years ago, you used to be able to do that over a much longer period of time. And then, you know, the Social Security Administration caught on to that and um, they restricted it yeah. to, to a 12-month period. And, and let's be honest, like most people, the reason doesn't get really used very often is who wants to do it? Most people don't want to, as soon as they hear, well, you got to pay the money back, they're kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to do that, right? So yeah, so it just doesn't. It, it's a, yeah, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. It's like uh, I've had some some clients inquire about this recently, mm-hmm. and you know they're sub full retirement age, so sub sixty six or sixty seven or somewhere in between there. And in instances where, because where the confusion lies for a lot of people is they want to continue to work, maybe but shift to part time. Yeah, and they don't realize that the part time income is still in excess of the amount that they can earn without any sort of penalty, uh, which for most people is around $20,000 for the year. Yeah. And, you know, when you start to factor in the fact that you're taking, you're permanently locking in a lower benefit plus running the risk of having a penalty on top of it for the rest of your life, it's, you know, not ideal. So right. that's definitely a, a major decision and something that's you know, we like to to model out and test out for yep. people. And again, so, so there is a technically there's a caveat to undo in a very limited window, but it's just best to get this right the first time because for all intents and purposes, it's irreversible. You just don't want to go down that path. Uh, same with the spousal benefit uh, situation here on a pension. Should you be lucky enough to have one, you know, once you select this, I don't believe there is any do overs on this. It is what it is. Yeah, that's correct. You know, this is definitely a topic that we go through uh, in the classes pretty, pretty in detail. Years ago, it was a lot easier for people to mess this decision up. It still happens, you know, sometimes, but it's less common because oftentimes the spouse has to sign off on it. But the reality is that having a really good understanding of what sort of, you know, survivor benefit you're going to choose if you are eligible for a pension through your employer you know, is a, is a major, major decision and um, something to, to take into consideration. And one, you know, thing to throw in here too, um, for those that live in the state of Florida, oftentimes the projections that they send you or that you can access easily online, I should say, are options like one and two or A and B. And there are two other options that are oftentimes better options and you usually have to request those. Um, so we've seen that be a mistake that people have made only thinking that they had two options when there's actually four. Gotcha. Um, so that's something that's important to know. Okay. And what, and what Nick's referencing there is the Florida pension plan, the state pension plan. The state. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Uh, so John, what about life insurance? Uh, what is the kind of the impact here? 
irreversible financial decisions. Somebody might say, well, can I just, you know, can I just cancel it or whatever, right? Kind of, kind of deal. But uh, what are some important points to know when it comes to this? Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, when you're doing planning, you know, one of the things we look at is the, you know, we start with kind of the need for life insurance and that really depends on dependence and, and some other factors, but um, it's important to, you know, if, you, if you're, it's easier to get when you're younger. So, you know, that's one thing we take a look at and there's different types of uh, policies that allow you to convert and not to get too much into the weeds, but um, you know, the older you get something, some health issues might come up where you can no longer get it. So um, that's where it becomes very important to understand, hey, if, is this something I really want to have down the road and does it work in my financial plan? And if it does, you know, the sooner you can get it, the better, um, because things come up, as we all know, where yep. it's, you know, as you get older, health issues come up. So if you want to get it right the first time. And that's where you could run into a problem, right? Especially if you wait too long and then a diagnosis happens, then it could either make it impossible or certainly incredibly costly. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, we joked a little bit in the last podcast about John and I hitting 40 um, this year. And, you know, the reality oh. is, is that I know, I know everybody, I'm sure, is shedding a lot, a lot of, of our listeners are like 40. Yes. I would trade with you yeah. in a minute. Let's see, 40 back surgery this year. It's a good, uh, it's a good year. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, I got like tendonitis in my arm and my <laughs> shoulders all messed up. And, and right and now, so you, things, have, you have listeners going, I'm going to go in and slap him. <laughs> I know, I know. But the key, the point with this whole thing is that some of these things, maybe not some of the things that John and I talked about, but maybe like, a type two diabetes or yes, some no. sort of health issue that pops up where it doesn't real in reality necessarily in your mind, you know, in most people's mind affect what your life is going to be like. It right. could have an impact on what life insurance is going to cost for you. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you do, you pay for it, you know, out of your bank account, but you qualify with your health. And so usually the sooner you can lock in any sort of coverage, the less expensive it is. And that'll pay off over time. No, you're exactly right. I mean, I'm, we're coming up, we were joking about this, but to, to really drive home your point, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary for me of my open heart surgery. I was 41 years old. I didn't, didn't think anything of it. And so, you know, it made it really difficult to get life insurance or get some different kinds of insurance once I had that happen. Uh, so I monkeyed around and waited too long, right? And then I was like, well, I didn't know this was coming. Now, luckily, it was more, you know, lifestyle and things. So after enough of a time period, I started to eventually get some offers, but it is more expensive. So it is important to definitely have this stuff in place if you can sooner than later, because it, again, it makes the financial impacts pretty great. So definitely keep that in mind as well. Uh, and then finally, choosing a retirement date. We debated on this one about throwing this on the list because people definitely can argue and say, well, sure, you could change your decision on this. If you if you pencil in a date to actually retire, you know, you can just move it around as you need to. But if you want to take that a step further, depending on how you want to go, if you've given notice at a position, maybe not, right? It may be something you can't undo that. So just talk to me about the impacts of just either penciling in, choosing a retirement date to actually walk away just from, you know, different pros and cons. Yeah, I can jump in on this a little bit. You know, this is something where in reality, I think what we found is maybe a specific date is necessarily the the key or the thought process, but understanding the range that you're looking at. So, and understanding what sort of, you know, cost you might be incurring if you do retire early. So for example, you know, if, if you're somebody that, um, you know, has saved and done a good job of that and is looking to retire early, call it maybe 62, 
understanding the impact of how much lower your social security benefit is, understanding what sort of costs you're going to have when it comes to premiums for your health insurance. Um, you know, so as an example, you know, we've got clients that are paying some clients that are paying between eight and $10,000 a year um, for health insurance uh, premiums per person when they were used to while they were working, paying closer to like three to $4,000 for the household. So that's something that can have an impact on that retirement date where maybe you've been thinking in the back of your mind, hey, I've got a good nest egg. I'm just going to you know, plan to go a little bit early, uh, but didn't quite realize the expenses associated with it. On top of that, you know, from a planning perspective, we do have other clients that they knew that they're going to retire early. And so we put strategies together for leading up to retiring early. They were able to save some extra money into non-qualified or non-retirement accounts. And by taking their income in the first few years of retirement out of those accounts, it allows them to qualify for certain subsidies for health insurance, which brings their costs down. So again, you know, when we have clarity on what the goals and the objectives are uh, in the financial world, there's usually ways that we can plan around it and try to optimize it. And so having a good idea of what that looks like in the impact of the fallout from those, you know, from that goal and then planning around that, um, it allows us to be more strategic. All right. So obviously there's lots of little things in there where, you know, again, you could make the argument that you could move some of these things around, but ideally we want to get it right the first time. And often, as I mentioned earlier, excuse me, when we're doing it ourselves, we don't know a lot of these little things, these lot of little caveats and whatnot. So we want to get it right the first time. And that's where working with a professional really comes into play. So if you've got questions, you need some help, as always, make sure you're checking with a qualified pro before you re- take any action on something here on this podcast or any other. Uh, you want to make sure that you see how it reflects and affects your specific situation. So stop by the website, pfgprivatewealth.com. That's the home for the team, pfgprivatewealth.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, Retirement Planning Redefined is the name of the show. You can look it up on those apps if you'd like, or just stop by the website, again, pfgprivatewealth.com. We appreciate your time here on this week's podcast. We'll see you soon for another edition of Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth.